0: WELCOME TO I LOVE PALM BEACH. WE TALK ABOUT EVERYTHING PALM BEACH COUNTY, FLORIDA HAS TO OFFER AND WHY YOU SHOULD MAKE IT YOUR HOME. WE ARE A TEAM OF REAL ESTATE PROFESSIONALS WHO LOVE WHERE WE LIVE AND WE WANT TO SHOW YOU WHY YOU WILL LOVE PALM BEACH TOO. YOU'LL LEARN ABOUT OUR HOBBIES AND OUR LIFESTYLE STORIES FOR FUN AND AMAZING THINGS TO DO. FOLLOW IN OUR SEARCH FOR STORIES TO FIND THE BEST OF, WHETHER IT'S A SPECIFIC FOOD OR SERVICE palm beach has it all and does it bigger and better or follow our local hero stories to discover the amazing people who call palm beach home and now here's your host rebecca giacoba
1: um, hello everybody i would like to welcome lauren cohen today she is a local palm beach county resident and she's a best-selling author international business lawyer and business strategist and she's going to share some ideas about how to take your Palm Beach County business global so next time we have a problem like a pandemic that you're going to be able to run your business from anywhere. So Lauren before we get started I'd love to hear about how you ended up in Palm Beach County and uh, how long you've
2: been here and what you like about it. Sure. Thank you so much, Rebecca. So um, I ended up in Palm Beach County in 2001. Um, Actually, it was kind of an unusual set of circumstances. I had lived in close to Palm Beach County previously and came back to start a business right before 9-11. So it seems like Mm -hmm. we're always having stuff happen and we were raising capital or trying to raise capital rather unsuccessfully. And um, instead, I ended up uh, working in-house in various companies. And um, based on the fact that I'm originally from Canada, I started working with global businesses, helping them establish a global footprint. Why do I, what do I love about Palm Beach County? Well, obviously, usually. I love (laughs) the the ambiance and uh, the beaches, (laughs) which we're not going to right now. I know I I miss (laughs) that. I mean, I drive by them. It's like a drive by I feel like, and that's where I grab my, my energy and my Zen. Um, And what was the other question you asked me? Basically
1: just how you ended up here, how your journey took you here. I think it's interesting how we've gotten so many diverse people from different walks of life.
2: Absolutely. Yes. So um, I, I came originally from Toronto And I moved here in the 90s with an ex-husband, moved back to Toronto, came back here to escape the cold and um, (laughs) have been here ever since, so.
1: I don't blame you. I love it here, too. And where are you settled now? What part of the county are you in? In
2: Boca Raton.
1: Okay, my dad's in Boca. I spend a lot of time down there. Cool.
2: Oh, I hear a little dog.
1: Yes, I'm sorry. I have him locked out. But- they pop in our podcasts when we're working from home. There you go, right? I had yeah, this all much choice. Oh, I know. I had it all set up in my office, but when COVID happened, I brought it all home. And mm-hmm. I kind of enjoy doing it from here because I can do it any time of day or night. There's really no schedule. But so how have you been making out during the COVID? I know you do a lot of things. You also have a real estate
2: license as I do. I do. Mm-hmm. I do, yes. So I've been making out really well. In a lot of ways because i completely pivoted what i was focusing on and realized that one of my i i have several businesses but one of them is a seven step risk analysis of a business a a business's exposure and one of the seven areas is funding and capitalization so since i work with businesses that are establishing a global footprint particularly those coming into palm beach county or coming in from other countries into the u.s But also with businesses that are creating a global footprint from a US base of operations or even a domestic footprint, I realized that there was a need to step up and take a leadership role and help people access this mess of funding, literally mess of funding that's out there and pivot their businesses. Because if you don't pivot right now, you're going to perish. And that's actually the name of my Facebook group, which I'm not even sure if I invited you to yet, Rebecca, but it's been an extremely... Yeah, it's been an extremely active Facebook group, tons of realtors, tons of lawyers, business owners, um, just basically accessing um, a variety of tools and resources to help get you through this difficult, challenging time. There's grant notifications, there's funding, there's resources, there's joint venture opportunities, and so that was my pivot, and that's what I've been doing. The challenge for me is that I do have my son who's nine and a half at home and he's an only child and it's just he and I. So um, it's definitely had its share of um, interesting, let's just say interesting challenges.
1: Yes, absolutely. Being um, on lockdown alone with a child has got to be a lot.
2: Yeah, it's definitely, um, he's not a happy boy. He needs his friends and online right. school is not, not his thing. But it is what it is, and we just make the best of it. And um, um, fortunately, I was already doing Zoom meetings. I just really wasn't doing them all day every day.
1: <laughs> I know. Oh, so, the crazy things I've seen in Zoom meetings recently. Oh my God!
2: Yes, <laughs> believe me.
1: I think sometimes people don't realize that they're on camera because I've seen things I should never see.
2: <laughs> well, the fir- one of the first webinars I did, um, we had. They call them Zoom bombers, and it was unbelievable what was going on. They took over my screen, and you'd never want to see what you saw there, let me tell you.
1: Wow, I did hear that there was a lot of um, people hacking in, but I didn't really understand, like, why would you want to come into somebody's Zoom meeting? But Why guess, do hackers
2: want to do what they do anyway? I They're know. crazy. These people are not, you know, we're not dealing with normal stuff, right?
1: Right, I guess I'm going to have to start passwording all my meetings. I hate to do that. I think it's just another step that confuses people that are not familiar with Zoom, but oh well, we'll do what we have to do, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: So when you talk about funding, are you talking about the funding that's available now or funding overall? Like what are some pointers that you can give people generally?
2: Yeah, both for sure, because I've been writing business Mm -hmm. plans for over 20 years. So Mm -hmm. working with funding partners and credit restoration partners and uh, figuring out solutions for companies that are in startup mode, seeking seed capital, seeking venture capital, seeking expansion capital, um, you name it, I have access to funding. And so that was why I knew that right now with the government funding and the whole mess that that's created, that it was time to step up and provide a resource or be a resource for business owners, small business owners like ourselves that need um, funding to get through this, this difficult time and keep their employees employed.
1: So what are you finding is the most challenging? I see a lot of commentary from restaurants and realtors and mortgage brokers that there's nothing really out there for them and all the big companies are getting the money. And I think a lot of people just aren't applying.
2: That's very true. And um, a lot of people are leaving money on the table. Um, It's a matter of setting up a strategy and working with somebody that understands what is available and where to access the money. It's Mm -hmm. not one size fits all. And I've been doing a lot of one-on-one funding and pivoting strategy sessions to help walk people through this process and see where they might be able to apply. And obviously using a lot of my connections to help walk them through that process and make it easier and more streamlined for them. So I have a strategic partner, my own bookkeeper and accounting company, and and we've been working together on all of this, making sure that all the documents are appropriately filed and ready to be filed and tax returns are done and so on. So um, it is a a comprehensive service that I offer and um, I love doing it. I really like making a difference and having an impact on business owners. Because you know, even the $1,000 that might be available to you is, is more than you would have otherwise, right?
1: Absolutely, I agree. So if somebody wanted to know if they were eligible for anything, they should just reach out to you. You could kind of yep. point them in the right
2: direction. Absolutely, right. I would be happy to point them in the right direction. Um, sometimes it's not as simple as just pointing them in the right direction, but they would need to set up that, that uh, funding session with me. Sometimes if it's an easy fix and I can just say, go, go to this site, I'm happy to do that as a resource. Um, or go to the, go to our Facebook page, pivot or Parish, join the page and there's a ton of resources on there. I also have a loan and grant resource guide that I created, which is available for $27 and it lists tons and tons of loan and grant resources all across the country. Um, and, uh, they're available to you. There's there, there is money out there. For example, for restaurant owners or restaurant workers, anybody that works in the restaurant industry, there's a grant available for $500 um, through Guy Fieri and, the, and a bunch of others and the National Restaurant Association that you can apply for. So um, that's, that's money that people are leaving on the table if they don't know about it right.
1: Absolutely, I had not heard about that. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of restaurant workers that are really suffering even though a lot of them are doing carry out that doesn't help those waiters that, you know, we're making huge tips every night. I mean, our restaurants are busy, busy. So when you're making a nice six figure income from being a waiter or a bartender, it hurts when it goes down to nothing.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. It's, it's not, it's not an easy time for anybody that's in the hugely affected industries like, Uh, retail like restaurants like chiropractic or those types Mm -hmm. of holistic medicine or those types of services that need that hands-on that that's where the pivoting may be available Um, you know residual income if you have that or if, if you can create it is is huge right now that's why my real estate business is exploding so it's all about how you pivot your business and create those strategies so that you can survive through this pandemic, but not just through the pandemic, but beyond. Because people that are accessing this funding, Rebecca, it's only a band aid if they don't figure out how to strategize and create the, the, the future success model for their business. And that's the specialization that I bring to the table, not just as a lawyer, but as a Uh, an operations uh, expert and a um, pivoting strategist helping to create those strategies so you'll have a strong foundation for growth going forward and that growth can then lead to global expansion because this is the time to put that those pieces in place you don't have to wait until it's over you've got to do it now
1: so what do you see as the As Palm Beach County, what do you see as their business opportunities? I feel like there's lots of opportunity to be had here as a lot of people are moving down from up north. I'm not sure that they understand how business friendly our county is.
2: Oh, it's very business friendly. I mean, you've got the business development board. They have, but they're hosting town hall meetings every Friday at two. They're very big on, on helping businesses that are coming into Palm Beach County. Each, re- each chamber the Boca chamber is a big proponent of helping businesses Boca I mean I'm obviously very oriented to Boca but Boca Raton and the greater mm-hmm. Boca Raton area and del Rey are are you know huge for foreign businesses coming in the Boca airport now um, is um, has a customs department which is big so there's we're open for business. And that's actually what I'm coining this. It's kind of like we're open for business. Or if you're not physically open for business, get your ducks in a row online and figure out strategies to attract and market and build your tribe and build your rapport and build your, um, your following right now, because this is the time to do it. Digital businesses are going crazy. Absolutely,
1: I agree with you. I wish I had bought stock in Zoom earlier. Right. I've always loved Zoom, I've always loved it. There right. are a couple other platforms but Zoom is just easy to work with. Mm-hmm. So if somebody wanted to take their business globally, what would be the reason to take it global versus just national? And um, what types of businesses would you recommend people look into?
2: Well, there's more, there's more to it than just that. So you as a realtor, Mm -hmm. let's, let's take this as an example. Mm -hmm. So I've been doing um, foreign investor masterminds in my, my, um, uh, my, my real estate company for several weeks. Mm -hmm. And what happens is we bring realtors in that want to attract foreign investors to come into the country. Right. Mm -hmm. And and this is big because foreign investors, they want to buy property. You can't close on your property if they don't have a visa. I'm going to help figuring out what, when they need that visa, particularly real estate investors. This is a um, this, this month, our whole marketing plan or program is focused on real estate investors. And how, what, when do you need a visa and why do you need a visa? And the same goes for, I mean, American investors investing abroad, investing in Canada, investing in the UK, investing in Israel, investing in South America, you are running a business. Do you need a visa? Let's figure out how that strategy looks. And there's, there's more to it than just like, oh, I'm just traveling back and forth. You can't just travel back and forth sometimes. You need that visa or you're gonna be stopped at the border and prevented from, let's say, buying that next real estate property or making that business deal or um, going to speak at that event or running the event. So there's all kinds of different variables like Palm Beach County. I mean, we have a lot of large hotels here that host major events like the Breakers, like the Boca Resort. There's, there's a lot, and so what, what, how awful would it be if we weren't able to have those event coordinators? Like Tony Robbins had an experience going into Canada one time where he was detained at the border. This is a big deal. Sometimes you don't have the right visas in place, and that's where I come in to help analyze how your business can expand. The other thing is, a lot of businesses now would do extraordinarily well if they had global, um, global opportunities. Let's look at how those global opportunities look for the future because as we see, the world is very small and now is the time to think big. It's not the time to think small and and go, go, go small and go into yourself. Now is the time to think big and think about where can I go with this? Maybe this is the perfect opportunity for you to expand your business globally, domestically as well. It's not just about Palm Beach County, but put Palm Beach County on the map. You're a Palm Beach County business. Let's see you expand into other locales and locations. United Franchise Group is a great example of that. They're a Palm Beach County-based business, and they're all, all over the world making a mark. I just got off the phone with somebody from UFG. So there you go. I mean, it's all about creating opportunity and expanding your brand.
1: Well, I agree with you a hundred percent. This is not the time to stick your head in the mud and ride it out. It's the time to go above and beyond and do whatever you can to make yourself known and get out there. Mm -hmm. Um, Lauren, what else do you recommend you'd like to share with people here today?
2: I would like to recommend something really important. Don't go global without the right team in place Mm -hmm. so my four favorite words are stay in your lane they may not be my favorite words but they're the ones I use all the time right because at the end of the day we're not all lawyers we're not all realtors we're not all um, we're not all financial advisors we're not all accountants we're not all global experts so what I would recommend right now especially right now is that don't become an expert in everything because then you're going to be an expert at nothing Hire the people that you need. I, you know, Everybody would be willing to work with you on a budget as much as they can, including myself. Hire the people that you need to get the job done right so that you are set up for huge expansion, both domestically and globally, once this all ends and through it. Because there's a way to access money to help build your business and scale it into the potential that you have Sitting on the table right now. So take advantage of it. Don't leave it on the table. Talk to a specialist that understands. Okay. I'm
1: going to ask you two questions. The top Uh-oh. three reasons somebody will call on you. And then I'd like to know the top three specialists you recommend people reach out
2: to. Oh boy. Wow. You should have prepared me for this. Okay. Top well, three it just popped in to... my head. <laughs> so top three reasons. Mm-hmm. One, one reason they're going to reach out to me is because I have 27,500 LinkedIn followers and they're going to think that I have a huge tribe, which I do, and I'm building this amazing Facebook group. And because I am this internationally licensed, I'm Canadian and American barred lawyer that mm-hmm. really understands the ins and outs of running a business. Uh, two, I've created a system to analyze a business's risk in these seven areas, which I'm happy to share with everybody. And figure out where your gaps are in your business so that you can scale up successfully and ensure that your business is built on a strong foundation for domestic and international growth. And three, because you just want to connect with somebody who really cares and has your back. And that's, that's the third reason. Well,
1: um, I love but, that one. That's an awesome reason.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know the other part of it is I'm not just a lawyer. And I'm not just a business owner, and I'm not just a realtor, and I'm and I'm not saying anything negative about any of these, and I'm not just a connector. I'm all of these things packaged into one, and and that's the specialization I bring is that I really understand the intricacies of all of those different areas and can help manage that process for you as a business owner. So the top three specialists, for sure, for sure, for sure, you need a um, a business bookkeeping an accounting firm which i'm partners with don't mm-hmm. do your books alone i don't oh my god that would be really bad two don't create legal agreements on your own don't download documents from the internet and say oh i have a shareholder agreement that is going to <laughs> suck when it comes time to have a dispute trust me mm-hmm. even with your husband or wife especially with your husband or wife okay three the third most important person to have in your back pocket is a financial advisor Because right now you're going to need help on figuring out how to reposition your finances and how to move this business, how to move your business and your life forward. And um, those are the three I think I would recommend. And also, you know what? It's really important to have a good realtor in your pocket too. So there's a plug for you and me both, Rebecca. (laughs) Okay. Without a realtor, you're just, you know, commercial and residential. Right. mm Mm-hmm.
1: Well, thank you, Lauren. It was so nice talking to you today. Now, part of our podcast is about creating a community. And unfortunately, we launched right before COVID started. But we're going to be doing some live events. Would you be interested in doing something for the group? Absolutely, for sure. Yeah, we can do something really fun and actually meet some real people in real person instead of on Zoom. Okay, well, thank you so much. I'm so glad to have met you. This was a really fun Likewise. interview. And um, let's touch base soon. I'll let you know.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's show. And we hope you visit again next week. Please share with your friends. And we look forward to showing you around our amazing cities soon. Visit giarealty.com. That's G-I-A-R-E-A-L-T-Y team.com. Or you can call us at 561 561- 203-4661.